Okay, uh, good evening. Uh, Tzaddik didn't have enough to do, so now he was turning on the video also. Shragi's not here tonight. I was asked by Terry anytime um, why they weren't getting a share for the midweek. I said, you never asked us to video it. I said, it happens to be the timing is good as starting a new sugya. So tonight we will finish the, uh, really the separate sugya on Geneva's Das, which is good for Hilchus and general business as well. If we have any time at the end of this year, we'll start the Hilchus otherwise we'll start tomorrow night. In the meantime, please purchase your Bade. Shimmy's not here yet, but uh, you should pay him or give it to uh, Tzvi and he'll uh, make sure to, um, you know who Shimmy is, right? You can see him uh, in the back, Shimmy, Shuslefeld, uh, one, right. one of both. So if he's not, whatever, he has the money now. Otherwise, uh, I don't know if he got a discount, it says 23 on there, but uh, you'll ask him for the exact price. Um, I'd like to go to the two copies in front of you. On the Geneva's Das issue, remember the last uh, item we saw was the last Ramon, Kuf Yedzayin, the Yeridea, where he said on the topic of selling and doing trading with Machol Sassurus, he said, almost parenthetically, you can't give a guy, can't sell to a guy, a piece of meat which he thinks is glock kosher and is really an available trefa because it's Geneva's Das even if you're charging the same price. The Shach was Madaik, if you're giving it as a gift, it's okay, and then we got into issues that come up every day in uh, Geneva's Das with Yidin, where people are making assumptions they have a right to make, and you're leading them on to believe it, even though it's not true, just to make yourself look good or trigger goodwill, which is a type of Geneva, because it owes you something for the goodwill. We had the example of the Chasna, of the guy who had a flat tire. I stayed by the Chasna, even though he never stays, and told the guy afterwards, I stayed because I love you, uh, which is... Uh, Geneva's Das. And we're going to see the parameters now. And it's a little bit, I've been getting, I got another Shaila today about this. Somebody had overheard Klee Ravi that I said something about flat tires and Hasna. <laughs> and he said, he couldn't believe it. You can't make the guy feel good. I keep the same kasha over and over again. So we're going to see inside the, it's very dark because you don't want to make a guy feel bad. You don't want to take the winds out of the sails completely, but you got to correct the misconception somewhat. And we'll see the parameters right now. Um, so let's go to your first copy is the Shulchan Aruch. Sif Vov, the bottom, in the Machaber. Again, anybody who doesn't get a copy, didn't get a copy yet, Shimmy is now here. Shimmy is 23 each. Okay, so please, uh, Shimmy's the uh, fellow you have to pay. And uh, please help yourself as we'll get to it either in the last couple of minutes of today or sometime tomorrow. Uh, so please avail yourself to a copy. Take a look at Sif Vov. Osir Laramas Bene Adam Bemekachamemkar. You can't cheat people in Mekachamemkar, certainly if you're ripping them off and overcharging. Or lignov, or lignov daitom, even if you're not overcharging. This is a chiddish to a lot of people. If there's a mum with this product, even though you're not charging more for it, meaning you discounted it already, he just thinks he's getting a good deal. He's happy-go-lucky, and you're not telling him about the mum. He's going to get a aggravated when he finds out. Uh, and he has a right to make an assumption that you're a nice guy, you're giving him a good deal. Little does he know, you're only giving him a good deal because it has a mum. Uh, this is for a yid or a guy, yes. Correct. Correct. I something a used car like 20 years ago, Maxima. So this black guy was driving with the, he was driving and he said, can we check out the Bo stereo system? I'm like, sure. And he turned it all the way up, but didn't He met you in the street and asked you if he could? No, I put it in the, in the Daily News. <laughs> okay. In a, in a gas it was a whole, I brought a friend. Okay, so he, all he wanted to hear was the stereo. He didn't care about the car. He cared about the stereo and that the Bo stereo system worked. And I was okay. more than happy to, 
<laughs> okay. So I should tell him, no, no, you really should turn down the rap music while you're test driving the car. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to track him down and ask uh, him? Yeah, good luck. Uh, and the Shiloh is Heshavah's Gzela, because that's more of an issue of Ganevazaz, by the way. That might be an issue of Ganevaz Mammon, because there, they might be overpaying because the cost to fix the muffler is an issue. Uh, there's a whole huge story in Bamasi about this that talks about guys putting nice fruits on a barrel on top of rotten fruits and painting things and all sorts of... <laughs> and this goes on all the time. I realize that's why... Probably going to start Hochostok in two weeks, but that's why, uh, that's why this, is, this is huge because uh, people don't realize this. And like some people understand when you're not ripping the guy off monetarily. Very few people have heard of this. And usually it goes hand in hand, but sometimes they're separated and it still doesn't. The whole concept of buyer beware... It applies somewhat where, again, just like the Kadevas Das, is if he's jumping to his own conclusion, the classic example in the Gemara, which he's going to mention, is you have one guy walking out of the city, two guys walking in, and it's, oh, nice uniform welcoming committee. There's no reason he should have assumed that. I'm just walking into the city. That's his problem. So then I don't have to correct him. Then you just take the wind out of his There's no reason why I have to correct him. There's no reason he should have made that statement or even thought that. Buyers beware could be in that category sometimes where it's so painfully obvious I shouldn't have to point it out. But aren't many cases like that because if he sees a guy with the amica who looks honest and he's checking out the stereo and the muffler's a huge problem and as soon as he, that rap song ends between that and the next one, he's going to hear it uh, besides the fact he might have some choice things to say about the guy who sold it to him. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a moment issue. But the, the industry standard and, and the way business is conducted today is everyone knows here's the product check it out do your own due diligence do your own vision you sound like a lawyer uh, that's not the biggest insult in the world <laughs> but but uh, but but as a lawyer i understand why you're saying that uh, I understand exactly why you're saying that because you, you deal with this every day and you're trying to protect your client and sort of hoping no 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 you know no offense sort of hoping the other guy doesn't start asking too many questions. You're just here to protect your client, not here to protect him. In a perfect, in a more perfect, correct world, the lawyer for party A should really be looking out for the welfare of party B as well. Now, it's hard to do that. We call that a conflict of interest. And that's sometimes true. But when it's obvious and he's missing it, that's often an issue. As a matter of fact, you and I had a couple of cases like that, if you remember. It's not so, remember our long conversation, it's not, it's not so pushing. You say, well, I'm, this guy's paying me, not him. And, but he's got his own lawyer. Why is the guy blind? So that's sticky. That comes up. And that's, you've got to ask a trailer there. That's, that's not pushing at all. What else? I'm taking it one step further. I'm saying the normal course is you know, take the car to a mechanic and have him check it out. If he, of his own accord, decides, you know what, I don't care. I just right. want to hear the stereo. Why is it my job because there are two issues here. There's an issue in a moom affecting the price. Then it's mamish geneva because I'm overcharging. That's a problem separate from this. You don't need this sit for that. And that problem, your mamish overcharging, buyer beware is not going to help you. He's, you're overcharged. The car's not worth five thousand. It's only worth three thousand. Even in Tzilimar, the price range is somewhat within a sixth, and you really can't nail that down. Then you only have geneva's das issue. He didn't really necessarily overpay, but. Lamaisi thinks he's getting A and he's getting B, so then you can begin to discuss by, but where? It depends how obvious it is. If the muffler you can hear from uh, Staten Island to Flatbush, and the guy didn't even bother driving it, 
So then, obviously, this guy's trying to buy a stereo, not a car. So I don't know why I spent $7,000 on a stereo, but... But it's as it is. Caveat emptor is... Yeah. What talking about is different, because I have to agree with it. Because if you're selling... This is the car. Yeah. Do whatever you want. This is the car. Depends how you say it. Depends how you say it. Why is it you that we... You ask me about the muffler. But why... This is the car. <laughs> at, so one point, take, at one point, take it some... So, so there is, I agree, there is such a category as buyers beware. But, uh, but the problem is, let me give you a litmus test. Things you wouldn't want to do to your chaver and shul or your brother-in-law, you shouldn't be doing to anybody. And chances are, if you tell your brother-in-law, what? <laughs> you tell your brother-in-law, look, I'm not the other side do what you want, and the brother-in-law finds out that you knew that there was a, a, a big mum here, he would have time, not only because he's your brother-in-law, but because of fact that you pulled all the over the Now, every used car has a host of issues. So yes, I agree with you. So take it to, as I says, it's a used car. It's not a spring chicken. Take it to a mechanic. Uh, I can't stop making a list of 100 things that basically runs, but they're all done. Then you gave them enough heads up, then there's what to discuss. But... Um, if you turned up the radio so you couldn't hear no, he, he, he asked. Oh, yeah, no, no. Akiva's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's just honest, that's all. Uh, there has to be a spectrum where it changes from Ganevus Das to Neblin. Yes, yes, yes. And I agree. I agree. But the spectrum, the needle, might be in a different place than we in America think based on lawyers' activities. I say that in a positive way because lawyers are trained to just say, okay, this is what we're liable for, this is what we're not. And they, they want to put everything into a box, which is, by training, I understand, but it's not that cut and dry. That's the, that's the issue. What? Well, yeah, but when you take to a mechanic... Yes, that's why, I, I, that's why I wonder about the... Did they buy it? Yeah, what? Seven thousand at the Rolls Royce. Don't put that in my art please. <laughs> Seven thousand, really? On the on the on the money? Yeah, nine thousand okay. miles, but it had a great stereo system. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta talk to you about this case afterwards. Uh, the guys on Tyre time are not gonna believe this. They think it was staged, but they didn't drive away. They drove away. They handed you cash and they drove away. He wanted to hand me cash, but it was still the insurance was under my name, so he told him to meet me at a bank because I was afraid he was gonna rob me after. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He mentioned the Citibank. And, and when you met him the second time, the radio was still blasting? I didn't meet him, so I gave him the key. I told him where it was parked. And he trusted me. He was very uh, nice, first dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll have to speak about that further. But okay, but at least you guys are tuned in to a, uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 where there, there is there is something to what he's bringing up, but again, I'm afraid the needle's falling due to our con business practices in the wrong place. That's that, that's the concern. Let's uh, let's go on to the next case. Yeah. What happens if you're dealing with another another mumta? So it's different to sitting, uh, somebody who's in the same line of business as you. Do you have to tell him all the faults, or it's not Sometimes when you're dealing with another mumta and he feels like a colleague in the business, he trusts you more. Right. That could be that could be better and it could be worse. Right. And, you know, if you're, if you're engendering a level of trust that really shouldn't be placed, that could be worse. And you might be whining and dining the guy. This could happen in huge business deals. It could happen in a hedge fund. You sell him a bill of goods, but he's so enamored with you that, um, that he didn't ask things he should have asked. So again, Uri will say, well, but they were. And there's place for that. The question is, you know, what did you say to lead him into this trap? And, you know, how much did you conveniently stretch? That's really going to boil down to that. So again... Uh, 
Now again, why the guy think this is shluta? Buying from Orthodox Jew, he thinks it only sells kosher meat. So that's not considered a case of jumping to conclusions, which I find fascinating. <laughs> I would think most guys should know if the Jew's selling it, why was he selling it off to me? Probably a cheaper price. Isn't obvious something went wrong? But that's not what the Mechavah says. Mechavah says the guy did not, is not at fault for jumping to conclusions over here. Now we get the next step. Even things that have nothing to do with money or sales or transactions. He thinks, he looks like he's doing something good, a favor and extending himself, and he's not really doing that. And the guy's not jumping to conclusions. Anybody looking at this scenario will think he's doing a favor, and therefore it's his chiv to uh, reverse that impression. Shouldn't put pressure and try to convince and look like you're overeager that he should come eat by you. And this potential host, alleged host, fraudulent host, he knows that he has a meeting tonight in the city. He's not coming over to eat. You can say whatever you want. So you make yourself look very good, and he's going to have a karzotev to you and want to invite you over here. You're triggering all sorts of goodwill and uh, potential return of favors, and it's all under false pretenses. He shouldn't give him all sorts of gifts. It's offering gifts, 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 and you know this guy, hold by Senematach, Yechia never takes any gifts. And you're pouring, pouring it on, laying it on thick. The guy's not going to take the gift, but he's going to have tremendous akarisatev. See, again, you're generating illegally this feeling of, I owe you one, and that's real currency in, in all circles. Shouldn't open this wine barrel, make a whole ceremony. You own the wine barrel, really, you're a retailer and you have to open it up for the next shipment. And 100 customers coming tomorrow, and he thinks you're opening up for him. And he doesn't, he's not supposed to know that you're in the business. And he really thinks you're opening it for him. So again, he's not jumping to a conclusion that he shouldn't have jumped to. And you realize he realized this and you're not telling him otherwise because you're enjoying the fact that he thinks he did this tremendous favor and now he owes you a big one. He thinks he opened it for him. He did it because he has somebody coming anyway. Now again, what we're going to see soon is if he's a very close friend and he would have opened it for him, he could say, tell you the truth, I would have anyway, but happens to be somebody's coming. Or maybe even, you don't have to say anything because you really would have and you're not triggering. That's already going to be debated, those details. If it's something that he jumped conclusions and he should not have assumed that. He's tricking himself. Gamar's case. Bumps into the guy going to the city. The guy's going out. He says, nice of you to come welcome me. There's no reason you should assume that. The guy's walking in this direction and the guy's walking in the other direction. Mechatesi came out to welcome him. Then you don't have to let him know. Take a look at Zion in the top left-hand corner. Even if there's no price differential, that's certainly the case. That's going to be also Here, the whole Kiddush is, even when there's no differential in price, just playing Ganeva's Das, that's going to be an issue. Ches, Layis, Rive, you shouldn't pressure and convince him and show how nice you are to invite him. Pirish, Layafser, boy, convince me. Desiv, Loshan, Zeh, Kasa, Loshan, Zeh, Vagam, Achazer, Kasa, Vlayab, Eloi, Bitak, Ravis. Shouldn't push gifts on him that you know he's not going to take. Dikdakti, Beprisha, the Dafchachi, Agavna, Lahafser, boy, Laharbis, Shalokanoi, Gudas. The only time it's Aser is when you're laying it on thick more than the norm. 
This is a very important chilek. Just to mention once or twice, come eat. Mutter, even though you know he has another engagement. Why? As he's going to explain right now, because a whole bunch of people standing around and you say, you, 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 you're all coming for dinner, and I don't mention Akiva. So he's going to walk away. What am I, mashed potatoes? He doesn't know that I know that he has another place to go. So if I lay it on thick, I'm, I'm you're just building up, using it, knowing he's not coming, and it's not going to cost anything. That you can't do. But to bite him once or twice, that's called etiquette. So it shouldn't look like the other people around, even if he knows that I know it's going to be a boucher for him, why the other people don't know, even if I know and he knows and he knows and I know. But nobody else knows, that's a bizarre. That you shouldn't do either. But even if you didn't know that he was eating somewhere else, how about Rias? Avada, but I'm saying, but even if I did know, where normally it's also invited because I'm just creating, even if I know and, and he knows that I know and everything, but they don't, the rest of the guys don't know. So it's still a bizarre for him, which is what he says in the next line. So in, in each of these cases, the common denominator of Nebuchadnezzar is that some affirmative act was taken, which, which caused... The Some impression was given, correct. correct. In the case of the car, though, there was no affirmative act. I'm afraid of two things about the car. I'm afraid the price, there was a price differential. Maybe there wasn't. But the car was in good working order, and that was the going rate anyway. Um, the other issue is the defense of, uh, of the defendant over here is that uh, they were so bent on the radio, that uh, on the, uh, the CD, whatever it was, that they didn't temporarily, they were, Meshuggah said never really was what happened over here. Uh, and they just didn't think. And it's mamish, it's mamish somebody's, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's, it's, it's a tipshus. So he said, well, I don't have to worry about every tipshus. Tip. The, the guy's going to wake up later. He's going to be once in his lifetime, he's in the car, and he's not going to have the thing on. He's going to say, hey, this muffler is like shot. But what would be the affirmative act? The affirmative act is if something is so obvious and I know now, I didn't ask them to turn up the radio, but if you care about somebody, you know, it's all about Genevazas is not stealing somebody's das. If I know he's doing something reckless, you're saying it's his fault, it's a reckless, but it's not the type of thing that most people would do, and, and 10 minutes later when the thing's off, he's going to realize it. So then, Pasha says you shouldn't take advantage. Unless, again, like you said, I'm telling you, as the thing's blessing, you scream at the top of your lungs, it's as is, you guys don't want to drive it, I, don't come back to me with any problems, you say that, and they still say, Rabbi, whatever you say, so then there's what to discuss. So, so now what happens with, with house sales? House sales is known every sense of an engineer. Right? The engineer, and engineers charge a lot, and they really write very detailed reports. So if you know something that the engineer misses, do you have to? Unless it's something the engineer won't find, but they're a claw. I had a case like that last week. Let's give you an example. You've probably seen this. There was a huge problem of uh, water in the basement. And the problem only comes when you have huge storms. Then you have a huge problem. You have a small storm, they didn't have any problem. It wasn't like in the middle of the road. A huge storm, but the place would be, and then it would smell, and you'd have to drain it, and all sorts of things. Before he put the house on the market, he painted, and he uh, made sure there was no overt, obvious signs of mold, even though there's probably a lot in the walls. And he did a nice job. Exactly all the cases of the Gemara says he can't do. He you know, patched everything up, and, um, and didn't mention it. And um, maybe some engineers would catch it, Unless it's right after a huge storm, you're not going to catch it. And he sold the house. This didn't happen last week. This happened six, seven years ago. A guy came to me, came up a conversation, and he uh, mentioned that he had sold the house on this, and he was telling me that the guy's engineer didn't pick it up, and he told me the case. I said, of course he didn't pick it up. How's he supposed to pick it up? Unless he asked you point blank, do you ever have any water problems in this basement? He knew it was a huge one. Now, everybody has sometimes a little water, maybe in a Hurricane Sandy, but this was like four times a year. 
that had huge flooding. Amsterdam won't pick it up. You can't hide that. That's a huge expense. Every time they change the car, it's a huge expense. It's one of the reasons he was selling the house, by the way. What? Why do you think that if there's a flood, it won't get picked up by an engineer? It didn't. I'm telling you, Meister Shahoya. They had an engineer in there, a decent one. He, so he thought, whatever he did to report, didn't even mention this as a possibility. And the guy bought the house. It happened seven years ago. The house was sold seven years ago. I spent money on cleanup to hide it because it's hard to hide this thing. Oh, he spent a lot of money, yeah. But it was worth it because he wanted to get rid of the house because the house had a problem with flooding. He wanted to move. What? Okay, the Gemara talks about painting things, and you know, and uh, again, anybody selling used car is going to paint the car. That we don't have a title on already. Anybody who's silly enough to think that the car looks so shiny and therefore it's a good car is also, I think, that's a little ridiculous on his side. But he didn't do. I asked him. He said he did touch up this and that. He didn't spend a hundred thousand dollars, and he got rid of the house. And the shy last week was, should he go back to the guy and like pay him for what he's been going through the last seven years over, you know, yet like he was trying to truth him. Which is, uh, uh, but that's not an uncommon uh, thing. It was Gnevis as well. It was mom and on the sale of the house. I don't know if it's a huge differential because it's like a, a very annoying few thousand dollars every time it's a storm, but it cost the guy money over time, yeah. It's a grown motion for grown, but uh, I told him... Yeah, I, I told him you're not in a good position. You should really uh, you know, do something about it. Yeah. Um, not a, this is not a mom scene. In, the, in another community, there's business that a person will tell a person who wants to sell their house, I will fix up your house for you. I will paint. I will rent furniture and everything. And then the person's not going cheap. We're talking basically, you know, a person will show. I have no problem with any of that so far. You can paint your house. Anybody putting a house on the market is going to fix up the house. The person will charge you $50,000. Yeah. Spend a good amount of money to make the house very, good. very presentable. Good, okay. And you'll get a better price for that. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. That's normal. If you don't do that, it's not normal. Okay. Usually mow the lawn before they come. You know, you do, nothing no, wrong no, with that. No, it's more than mowing You can paint the house. Fine. Fine. Adarabah, let him fix all, tighten all the screws, let him, that's good. Then it won't uh, have fault. But here, he painted over a problem which no one's going to detect. More than paint, as Levy said. He, he did other things as well. Right, so that's why you got to be careful. That's why in the case with the chasna, if you have to say anything at all, and the guy's going to send you, you're going to say, you know, I would, I would, you're a guy, I would love to stay for your chasna. I'd love to stay for every chasna. I'd love to do it. I was really under pressure to leave, and Hashem caused it that since I wanted to, return your way end up saying you could dress up a story where you still let him know that uh, he doesn't. My my more blatant case, the, the flat tire outside the atrium is one thing. A guy flies. I've had this. A guy flew to L.A. on business. And an old friend of his, he had been in contact with, uh, happened to send him invitation, popped to the chasna, he was mamish, the hero like the Mashiach came. They were talking about it for months and months, never said a word. They now feel pressure to come fly to New York for his kids' chasnas. It's a real monetary, monetary social pressure. He said, how can we not? We mamish came to L.A., never said a word. <laughs> That's his din. So I don't know how you're going to dress it up. You don't, want to, you don't want to kill the guy, but you know, that, that can make a difference. So again, the etiquette is still in order. Uh, first line is mutter again. Ki adaravim lo yidaber imo kain yizbazach havei will be embarrassed. Da royin shenichnas v'yetsev ve'ein mechabdei lemelo bel cholimi. Doesn't at least say come eat once or twice. Yemu shubem nei shivlusa. I think the guy is a low life. Ki ein akol yedin shenin alamer kain nei shiadei shenasayid. These people don't know he's not inviting him because he knows he can't come. So that's again an example where you can't say nothing because then the guy's like, why is he inviting him? And you can't invite him a hundred times because that's going to trigger this this goodwill. 
Go to the next page, where it's brought down Lachalamaisa and the Pisgah Cheshen, and he makes two interesting points. See Sif Tess up top. As we saw in the Machaber, shouldn't do something ki'ilu, you're doing him something more that you're really, than you're really doing. Uh, they do more than announce. They talk about him. They talk about his great accomplishments. So over there, everybody understands. You're not pulling the wool of anybody else. Everybody understands there's a certain amount of Hanifa that's necessary to get a guy to take uh, the design of being an honoree. And, uh, and you got to do something. It's like uh, by a Hespid, by a Levaya, we exaggerate a little bit. And the Mepharshim say it's very dangerous, alpinista, to exaggerate too much because it causes the Kitrik and Shemayim Leilainu. Uh, but you exaggerate a little bit. So the Taz asked the famous Kasha. I don't understand. Mali Shekham Ruba, Mali Shekham Ut. It's a good Kasha. <laughs> okay, either you're lying or not lying. So the basic answer is, is that you add on a little bit because, A, you don't really know people. A lot of people do mitzvahs, mice, and tevim, beseser, and you're really saying more because you really don't know all about them. And even if he didn't, but he's the type of guy, if he's a firm guy, who would want to do more if he had the ability. So you add on a little bit. But to start talking, I've been at Levi's, I thought I was in the wrong place. I probably didn't know. I thought I had to look around to see if I recognized anybody. I didn't know who they were talking about. That's dangerous. You're not doing the guy a favor. Then Shama's looking at this, cringing. Did the rub make him a hug? Uh, yeah, I can say, he's a Russian, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I held myself back. Uh, but uh, I, I've had this situation once in a while when I had like an arm from Levaya. So what do you say? Guy was a Machal Shah's fan. Okay, he's a Tinshanishba. You're going to explaining to him he's a Tinshanishba. It really wasn't so bad. So usually I just took the opportunity to do some cure. I said a couple of nice things about him, and then I spoke about how life is short, and you got to do mitzvahs, and you know, you know then you, but to overly exaggerate is partially dangerous. How, how yeah. You could do chanif and business. We do it all the time. You can't even oh, get the guy's attention. We take him out to dinner, okay. and we, we say how much. But over there, the guy knows you're already taking him for a ride. He just likes to have dinner at Prime Grill, so he's coming along. And he discounts everything he said and divides and subtracts. And then after all that, you can have a good relationship with the guy to get him to tell you the business. Nothing wrong with that. The examples, he's going to go through a few details. Mr. Shem, we'll, we'll finish this tomorrow night. And slide Hochastaka, probably the second half of this year. And meanwhile, don't forget your sperm. Good night, Avram.